0: Quiet numbskulls, I'm broadcasting.
1: Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. Bring them out, bring them out. 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 It's time to
2: salute your sports on KCOU 88.1 FM. Welcome
3: to Salute Your Sports here on KCLU, 88.1 FM, and KCLU.fm. I'm Chris Mitchell. You got got the
0: low vibes.
3: Yeah. I'm here with James Stanley. Back here again. Hey, y'all. After doing it big for Lincoln Football.
0: Oh, man. Way (laughs) all over the place.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Want to talk a little bit about that?
0: Well, uh, let's see. They... They've looked good in the first half against Washburn two weeks ago.
3: Okay, so uh,
0: running back Hosea Franklin set the uh, set the all time uh, rushing record for single game yards. Oh wow, two hundred fifty one yards. Whoa! And into last week's game against Missouri Southern, he led the country in rushing yards. Whoa! So pretty cool, but still they they bad. lost week one and they lost week two. They yeah. have a quarterback that's built like Cam Newton.
3: Oh really? His name is
0: Chancellor Johnson. Six foot six, like two hundred fifty now. Two hundred thirty pounds, maybe.
3: Yeah, I feel like anywhere. If you're like talking Cam Newton, you got to be in like that two forty upwards range. I, but yeah, that's pretty close, actually. I I think he's
0: like two thirty nine, six foot six. That's all, He's all legs and just huge wingspan. That's pretty massive.
3: Cl- that's pretty close to Cam Newton-ish. Anyways, what's us for me? He looks oh,
1: like well, I'm, Cam. Yeah, Newton. No, I'm, I'm here too.
3: <laughs> the Bergmeister.
1: Oh, the official voice of uh, salty Giants fans everywhere.
3: At least here, say the At official voice here. of
1: Captain Mahone's crunch.
3: Uh, How you know, was it? Uh, Very uh, mediocre. Was
0: it, as, was it as bad as my experience at 2 o'clock in the morning getting up for a KMU live shift?
1: I, I could not throw the ball with my left hand. I was looking in the other direction after eating this
0: what cereal. What does so. that have to do? Oh, okay. I see what you're saying.
3: Yeah. What
0: does that have to do with the price of tea in China? <laughs> Talk about the price of tea in China. How about this? The Mayor Cup coming up this weekend.
3: True. That's right. Hold up. I got this. Hold up.
0: <clears throat> the Mayor Cup. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Is not that what it's called? It is what it's called. I think it's the Mayor's Cup. Two teams enter,
3: one comes out. That's right, baby. It's time for the for the Columber Dome. The Columber Dome. Oh, oh my so yeah.
0: goodness! Oh, See, before, I, was, I, I was I was ex- about I was expecting to have the the Russian or the Soviet Union national anthem nah, pulled up there, like you have nah. <laughs> Locke, Comrade,
3: attacking the Air Raids. <laughs> Comrade, <laughs> Drew Locke. <laughs> That's a throwback to last uh, year, but no, nah, this time we're doing the Columbia Dome between the two Columbias, just going at it. Should be the, uh,
0: instead of being the the mayoral cup or whatever it's called, is that what it's called? Mayor's Cup, that's what it is. Mayor's, Mayor's cup. cup. Instead of calling that, they should just call it like the Storm Award.
3: Backyard wrestling.
1: Note the game is supposed to be played in horrible
0: weather. That is weather correct. This it's supposed oh,
3: to be yeah, bad, bad weather on oh, Saturday. <laughs> it's supposed to rain on well, Saturday. Well, considering
1: it is the weekend of the South Carolina game, that also means it is national... Mizzou fans will call for Barry Odom's head after inexplicably choking away a game so, Sunday morning. Woof! It's I, I don't know I my first experience with Mizzou heartbreak.
0: Oh man, you see it by the way. It's a couple weeks old. You see those freshmen that were a speaker? Well, I'm assuming they're freshmen. Yeah, there, there was probably. a video on of course on Twitter freshmen. who were upset about uh, Barry Odom's loss to Wyoming and they wanted him fired. That good grief. That that has to be freshmen. Good
3: oh,
1: grief. absolutely. Thousand percent. Welcome to the Mizzou Heartbreak Club.
3: Right. Yeah, come on. Pickles won- lost worse games. Come on.
1: I don't know. Like, my initiation being the monsoon game last year in South Carolina.
3: I feel like that's a very exciting loss to be jumped into. It could have been much worse. You want to know a
1: monsoon
0: game? Were you here for the 20, uh, when, might have been 2015, when Mississippi State came here on a Thursday night?
3: Uh, Yeah, I think so.
0: Were you a freshman at that point?
3: I might have been a freshman. I you was know
0: a freshman what? in 2016. I- I think I was I think it was my freshman year because Dak Prescott was still there.
3: Oh shoot.
0: And that was the most unbelievable amount of rain I think I've ever <laughs> ever seen up for O'Field. My dad has a worse story. Ooh. 2010. Nebraska comes into Columbia. Ah. Uh, Su Sue oh,
3: throws Andrew yeah.
0: like a rag doll across the 50-yard line, sprained his ankle, yeah, screwed him one. up for the rest of the season.
3: Oh shoot. My dad
0: had a one of the, you know those thick ponchos that they sell at the team store. Have one of those, you know, like the nice ones, not like one of those little crummy ones that you're gonna, you know, buy at the dollar store. Yeah, this is a nice poncho. He has everything got wet, <sighs> and when Sheep. he says everything, he means everything. Whoa. He had a, he had a watch that he's had for thirty years. At that point, now he's had it for almost forty years. He had a Seiko watch that that's what made it quit running.
1: <laughs> oh my god!
0: It got wet. That Man. thing has survived thirty years of. God knows what, in a, in a lawyer's office.
3: <laughs> and at Hot air, at, right? Yeah.
0: Hot okay. air and deep pockets. <laughs> and yet the monsoons at Furrow Field is what killed it. Yeah. How bad is the is the storm forecast for this weekend? It's not
1: supposed to be as bad as I thought it was going to be.
0: They're I know that.
1: Scattered thunderstorms with a high of 80, winds 10 to 20 miles an hour, only a 40% chance of rain, but winds will Saturday the night they're saying the, – uh, up to 60% chance of rain. The winds are going to be up to 30.
0: Kickoff kick is at night, correct?
1: Kickoff is at three o'clock in the afternoon. Interesting.
3: Yeah. So about uh, was the kickoff last time at noon or three? I forget. Last weekend. No, for the last South Carolina game. It was at three that 3:00 o'clock. Egg? Egg. Yeah, that's right. because the, the
1: first half of the game the weather was beautiful. Were you there? No, I was watching on TV. There wasn't a cloud mm-hmm. in the sky in Sus- South Carolina. That's how they then- catch you. And South Carolina is an impressive stadium, by the way. Oh, yeah. It is? I, I mean, I've never been. Just
0: I've not been to a game there on doesn't the outside. doesn't change the
1: fact that it's the second-best college football stadium in their state.
3: <laughs> I mean.
0: I mean, don't you mean third-best behind the Citadel? <laughs> it ain't Death Valley. I'll Shout out Citadel. Much. Yeah, do you know what a cool campus is? What? It's in, well, it's in Charleston, but, uh, but the Citadel. That beat is a, Georgia Tech that is an awesome did beat campus Georgia Tech. speaking of teams that should not have won this last week What happened with Kansas? What's the matter with Kansas beating Boston College?
3: I think Boston College. I think that might be because Boco isn't that great of a football team this year.
0: But KU blew them out of the water after losing. By the way, my new favorite GIF, (laughs) which I don't know if you've seen it. Is it the uh, the pinata beheaded? It is the pinata getting decapitated, not beheaded. (laughs) It gets absolutely decapitated in in Coastal Carolina's locker room after they upset KU.
1: And what's even worse, KU paid them six hundred thousand dollars and then proceeded to whoop Boston College the week after. Whatever, Boston College is a hockey school. And also as a, <laughs> as a as someone that grew up in a Boston University family, I can't say enough how happy I am that BC doesn't ex- get to experience any nice things in life.
3: Wow. That's fair.
1: I am very anti-BC. Go Terriers. I
3: feel like this is setting up for Kansas to go do some weird, like, beat Texas again. And I'm here for that, honestly.
1: Well, KU is West Virginia this weekend, who Ooh. we must make note of. They look good. They looked really good last weekend. I don't think we saw the same team in Columbia that North Carolina State saw last weekend in Morgantown.
3: Yeah, Oh. Yeah. West you're Virginia
1: right. beat a good NC State
3: team. You're right, they did. Well, so does this mean that Missouri's going to win the
1: national championship?
3: Ooh. I don't
1: think it means that, but I think it could end up being a nice win. I'm
0: well, I'll tell you this. The last time Mizzou beat Southeast Missouri State by a margin of greater than 48 points, was in 2008, I believe.
1: What happened? Well, that was just just
0: one of the great years. I mean, they ended up in the Alamo Bowl. They went to the Big 12 Championship.
3: Anyways, let's talk about South Carolina just a little bit before we get into this game preview. Uh, They've had an interesting start to their season, to say the least. Um, I think the most notable is the fact that they lost their starting quarterback, Jake Bentley, with a foot injury. He will not be playing for this game. Their quarterback for... uh, Saturday is going to be Ryan Halinski, and he his first starting gig playing against Alabama. Woof! <laughs> Talk about being thrown to the wolves. And walls. he looked good. Uh, yeah, he, he looked, looked a- good. Uh, let's see.
1: Y'all know the the whole story about Ryan Halinski. His, his brother, of course, was quarterback yeah. at Washington State. Practically uh-huh. took his own life. I know someone, some major organization here. At Mizzou is donating a whole bunch to their families foundation this weekend. I don't I don't know how well known it is, but I believe there's a major organization from the school that is donating.
3: <laughs> anyway. to the Holinsky Foundation. Yeah. And it's
1: extremely classy gesture by the school.
3: Yeah. Yeah, good stuff all around. Anyways. Holinsky last Saturday against Alabama uh threw the ball fifty seven times. 57 pass attempts, 36 completions, 324 yards, averaging 5.7 yards per pass, two touchdowns, one pick, 40.3 QBR rating. Yeah, that's really about what I guess you come to expect playing against a team like Alabama, if that's like your starting gig. But still, returns kind of promising, I would say. Their running back, uh, Rico Dowdle, had himself a pretty solid game with, I believe, 102 yards on 12 carries, No touchdowns, averaging 8.5 yards See, but but, but
0: here's the thing about that South Carolina game. It's just like Missouri playing at Alabama last year. You know, they played them close in the first quarter. At the end of the first quarter, 14 to 10, Alabama on top. But then all the rest of South Carolina's points came in the second half. Yeah. time. by that point, Alabama has their secondary in. Not their secondary, it's their second string in.
3: Their backups in.
0: Which probably is good enough to beat any (laughs) SEC team on,
1: on any given day of the week. Except for maybe like Georgia or something.
3: Yeah, except for maybe Georgia well, yeah. or, like... Talk L-
1: about the bottom LSU here. also looks really good
3: this year. Florida. Anyways. Can we
1: talk about that Najee Harris play in the Bama-South Carolina game last week? Oh, yeah. One? Holy moly. Yeah, we'll talk James, about... James, have you seen it? I have not. Uh, but this na- is radio, so it won't do me any good.
3: Najee Harris just absolutely just demolished two South Carolina defenders on route to a touchdown after, th- I believe, like, three rushing attempts that just didn't go anywhere. What was <laughs> So
0: what was more impressive, that or watching... Man, I forgot where I was going with this. <laughs> oh, watching uh, one of Missouri's running backs get suplexed against Ooh. Alabama. Oh
1: man! Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I saw that
0: live. Sheesh. It was
1: somebody Were you at called the game? Yeah, I was at the. Is this man's going postal? <laughs> I mean, Tuscaloosa was such, such a fun game to attend, even though the game itself was terrible. Fun town, fun fan base, fun experience. Could you imagine though how how nasty
0: those Alabama fans would have become if, if Missouri somehow pulled pulled an upset? Oh, man, Same I experience never even crossed my mind at the SEC championship in 2014 when they played Alabama. And as you know, as long as, as long as Alabama had a two score, or you know, two or three touchdown lead, all the Alabama fans were hunky-dory, all the Missouri fans. So, oh, yeah, this is cute. You know, you guys are here. Soon as Missouri started climbing back in there, the fans just turned on a dime.
1: That's amazing. So
0: spoiled.
3: <laughs> That's pretty bananas. Anyways, but one at thing least no- they
0: have the national championships to back it up. Unlike University of Kansas.
3: Oh, well. one, one thing to <laughs> note about one thing to note about the Alabama South Carolina game is that Alabama only rushed for seventy six yards. Did they have to rush? Did they have to establish a run that much? Eh, not really, because Tua Tagovailoa passed for four hundred and forty four yards oh, and five touchdowns. Oh my
0: goodness! Against an SEC of secondary.
3: Yeah, which South Carolina's secondary is pretty good, y'all. I don't think I'd be going too far out of school to say anything like that. They got. <laughs> so, uh, can we just go ahead and just have the
0: college football playoff now? Just go and put Alabama there?
3: Uh, yeah, no kidding. Anyway, Well, we
0: already
1: know two teams that are definitely going to be there. It's just a matter of the other two. Mizzou and Oklahoma? Oh, I was thinking something along the lines of a Rutgers and Oregon State. But whatever <laughs> floats your boat. Good grief. <laughs> Rutgers in the playoff.
3: That'd be pretty sick.
1: I would bet more.
0: I, I would bet that Ku would have a higher chance of reaching the the playoff than Rutgers. I'm sure they
1: would. And you, you got less miles at the helm. Yeah, that's fine. I guess so.
3: <laughs> Anyone catch that North Carolina game that South Carolina had? Yeah,
0: I was about to bring that up. On their, I, I'm not very impressed by that opening kickoff week. You lose 24 to 20 to an <laughs> ACC opponent. Matthew Terry special.
3: Yeah, oh man, shout Ch- 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 Matt Terry this, this is probably the outcome he really wanted
0: It's a double win for him
3: Yeah, for South Carolina to lose in a way like that To North Carolina To a team that was probably going to win like five games this season
0: Talk about teams that we love to cheer against KU, South Carolina
1: is and Tennessee, Tennessee yes. the new KU for Missouri? Oh uh,
0: I, I think they're more think of a that, rival yeah. than
1: Arkansas Well, I think South Carolina Was the rival that Arkansas was supposed to be
3: Yeah, I could see that
1: because
0: but like Tennessee, like you just, I just love to see Tennessee lose.
1: That's just because Tennessee fans are jerks. and That makes part of it. In the same way that with being KU, said, KU fans are yeah, jerks. But at the same time, South Carolina has contributed to a whole lot of Mizzou heartbreaks since they've joined the SEC. That That's very true. When's the last time Missouri beat South Carolina?
3: Uh, Shoot. I feel like this is a you question.
1: 2015?
0: Something like that
3: because my first experience. Before I, before I came here.
1: My first experience with Mizzou, South Carolina, 2013, I was an Oregon fan. Still am. And when Andrew Baggett clinked that field goal off the upright, I lost my mind because that meant Oregon was back in the top four. Oh, shoot. And guess what happened the next week?
3: Uh, Oregon
1: got blown out by a backup quarterback at Arizona who was his only career start. Yeah. Uh, B.J. Danker. Well. (laughs) What a name.
3: Would it behoove you to know that... (laughs) That's exactly what happened to Mizzou last year against South Carolina. I don't like
1: the whole idea that Mizzou is playing against another backup quarterback at South Carolina for the second
3: year. Oh, in my row. goodness. Well, to talk th-
0: about backup quarterbacks.
3: They're going to have to run through a few. That, have just, that have just
0: shredded Missouri and with South Carolina. Go back to that 2013 game. By the way, Mizzou has not beat South Carolina since 2015. Who Ooh, was the quarterback shoot.
1: in that? Oh, my gosh. Who was the
0: quarterback in that 2013 game? 2013 that would have been quarterback. Oh goodness, since the guy who got drafted. They well, here's the thing, they had a backup come in. Can't remember his name. Then they had the other guy who was kind of well
1: known. Hold on.
3: Two guys. Okay. It's
1: something like a Jake Ellis or something weird. It's like <laughs> Connor Shaw.
3: That's Connor right.
0: Connor Shaw, Shaw came Whoa. in in the 11th hour and saved their bacon. <laughs>
3: That's um God. So
1: 2015, was that college game day? College game day was 2014, and that was at the other Columbia.
0: That's and Mizzou right. beat him. That's right. And Mizzou then beat him at home in 2015, and Barry Odom has yet to beat South Carolina. Anyways. So. That would
1: be a pretty damning uh, statement on his record. Mizzou loses to South Carolina. It would not. <laughs> you want an argument for firing Barry Odom? If you're, if he's 0 and 4 against South Carolina, that might be an argument.
3: Let's get into. Uh, he's office. not.
0: He's
1: not fired until the end of the season.
0: I know. If that's, I know. And
1: that, watch this happen.
0: Watch. Watch Missouri go 8 and 4. This team could very well go 8 and 4. It's a very similar schedule to last year. Actually, a little bit easier. This team should be better than 8 and 4. But they're Missouri, oh, so there's going to be something. Of course, they should be better than 8 and 4. They should be 3 and 0 oh right now. They should be five wins away from 8 and 4.
3: Let's talk about offensive and defensive lines. So as far as the average metric goes, Missouri's offensive line is 33rd in the nation in getting Tiger running backs at least, you know, five yards or more. South Carolina's defensive line is 83rd in the nation.
0: D-line Mizzou. So they can eat them up.
3: Missouri's Missouri's offensive line has had a sack rate of 4% on both standard downs and passing downs. South Carolina's defensive line is only what does getting that sacks mean? Break at six and seven percent. So, like the rate with which I don't know for offensive line, it means like I don't know defending against like what, sacks. So, I what is
0: average four percent versus seven uh, percent?
3: Shoot, I guess I mean success rate.
0: Obviously, they are above average since they're thirty third in the country, and there's what two hundred
1: forty Division one teams. They're definitely above average. I just don't know how above average we're talking
3: like, respectable enough to, like, not really fear this defensive line that South Carolina is bringing, which, I mean, yeah, this could be a team that could very possibly just run the dang ball up and down South Carolina all day, and if you're talking about a rainy day situation, if you're talking about a rainy day situation like we're going to get on Saturday, it could very well be a carbon copy of how uh, North Carolina was able to sort of run it up all over South Carolina. And maybe that's where Mizzou gets their bacon. I don't know.
1: It'll well, so be interesting one, to see
3: how they match up.
1: There is one big thing worth mentioning. What we Drew Lock, I don't think Drew Locke ever beat South Carolina, did he? No, I don't think
0: Not so. No, 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 no. 2015 he did. Oh. Matty Mock was down by that point.
1: Well, guess who's in at quarterback Mizzou, who has a history of playing against South Carolina. Uh,
3: Maddie Mogg, uh, I don't know who. Who is it? Who is this mysterious quarterback that everyone's talking about?
1: Oh, I don't know, man. Uh, Only Chase Daniel.
3: Shout, out Chase Daniel. Anyways, there. <laughs> I guess Kelly Bryant is a good enough X factor when. Uh,
0: well, and can well, account count versus you, South have, you, you have
3: two factors here. One is
0: Bryant's experience playing against South Carolina and torching their secondary. The other is having that 33rd best offensive line in the country, giving him time to create space back in the pocket.
1: Yeah. The other is if there's no offense I would rather run in the rain than a heavy read option RPO sort of deal because as we saw last year, it's not easy to air the ball deep like Mizzou did for most of last year when you're playing in the pouring rain. Yeah. Against South Carolina.
3: One area I feel like could be a strong issue for Mizzou would be the passing game, probably. Passing downs, because South Carolina safeties are have so far, at least, been pretty uh, aggressive and very uh, disruptive. John and Dixon.
0: A, on, on top of that, they might have a point to prove after last week's performance against Alabama.
3: That's right. John Dixon. Safety for South Carolina. A two and a half tackles. Freshman also. Tackle for loss. One run stuff. One pick. J.C. Horn. Six tackles. Two tackles for losses. One sack. Two run stuffs. Three pass breakups. Two forced fumbles. A strong safety. R.J. Roderick. 12 and a half tackles. One tackle for loss. One sack. One and a half run stuffs. One pick. You get what I'm saying here. There is potential for there to be a lot of... A lot of problems for Mizzou's passing game, especially on passing downs. If they can't get it, if they can't get the ball to, like, I don't know, mostly third and short or two and short situations where they don't have to sort of force themselves to pass, it could be pretty fine, I think, but if they're going to want to be any sort of productive in the passing game, they're going to have to sort of get the safeties off guard, I suppose, if that makes any sense, just to sort of, don't you know, create disruption, get I hate to use this terminology. Get big plays going. You know what I mean?
0: It's gonna be difficult that though with the rain.
3: Yeah, that's that's the one <laughs> and, and, thing. And I'm gonna it? go
0: on a limb here. I think it's gonna be a be a defensive game of of uh what's a war of attrition?
3: Yeah. It's I, th- I have
0: a feeling it's gonna be a lot of turnovers for each side, especially if there's rain.
3: Yeah. It's probably gonna be a, be and, a pretty low. And score. it's gonna
0: come down to some crazy play, probably ended up in uh in South Carolina's favor in the north end zone. <laughs>
1: I don't know. There's just everything points to Mizzou being able to win this game. Everything points to Mizzou. Hey,
0: newsflash! It
1: always points to Mizzou being able to win this game. <laughs> being able to win. And a because game. of that, I pick South Carolina even more hmm. because nothing has told me otherwise that Mizzou can break that chain. I'm just saying it for years,
0: and I'll always be saying it. Mizzou snake bit. They win games they shouldn't, and they lose games they shouldn't.
3: Anyway. Oh, boy. <laughs> and I think with that, we're going to take it to a quick break. When we come back, I guess we can dive into a little bit more about how Mizzou's finally starting conference play. What getting a somewhat winning record against conference play would mean for Barry him and the program as a whole. Anyways, more of that later. This is all your sports. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
2: Young people from all walks of life have volunteered to take part in a frightening experiment. They're allowing their brains to be altered. Altered to induce paranoia, heart malfunction, memory loss, even early senility. Unfortunately, this is not an experiment. It's what slowly happens to you when you keep smoking pot. No one has to alter your brain. You've already volunteered to do it to yourself.
3: Welcome back to another episode of Salute Your Sports. Here on KCOU 88.1 FM, KCOU.fm. I'm Chris Mitchell. James Stanley working those boards. Zach Berman staring intently at his phone, presumably looking up the zoo related facts and inquiries.
0: Wow, Hopefully. you actually got both those right. Cool. <laughs> looking up betting lines.
3: <laughs> Anyways, of course, this Saturday, you got in the zoo. South Carolina for not just Saturday Mizzou Sports Saturday KCU Sports Saturday I say that to say don't forget every Saturday this fall is a KCU Sports Saturday listen to your favorite KCU Sports shows every Saturday all day long catch no huddle quarter circle backboard Mizzou football basketball and more every Saturday it's not just Saturday it's KCU Sports Saturday So this game is different than the other three games. Why is that, James? Why is that, Zach? Because it's an SEC conference opener. That's right. Conference play has started for the Mizzou Tigers. Let's get some fanfare real quick. Now we're talking. Now, I'm going to take a walk down memory lane a little bit and talk about some of the spoils of SEC play. That Barry Odom has sort of acquired over his time as head coach Wolf. of the Missouri Tigers. And now, on his face, you see teams like Arkansas, Florida, Vanderbilt, Tennessee. Pretty respectable, I'd say, until you look at each of the records. <laughs> you see, Tennessee has been that great. All those Florida wins, uh, We uh, they beat Florida once when they were ranked last year, last year while they were under new management and sort of a rebuild season. Still ranked up that high. Still Don't know fine. why. Still a pretty solid win. And outside of that, Kentucky, South Carolina, Georgia, Mississippi State, Texas A&M, all been stymied or all have stymied Barry Odom and his elk. Have
1: they stymied him though? Have they have they really stymied him or has he stymied himself?
3: Uh you can make the argument for either, but all I know is uh SEC play has garnered up some mixed results for Barry Odom, which begs the question, how important is the South Carolina win because this I feel like is the one conference matchup that Mizzou probably needs to have down pat by now if they want to be a respectable team in the SEC East.
0: I mean, I think a loss here is pretty bad. <laughs> I mean, not only do you fall from potentially going 3-1, and one, you fall to 2-2, two and two, but on the other hand, that is the most Mizzou thing that could absolutely happen to this program at this point.
3: Yeah, that's not to mention the South Carolina team uh, kind of reeling right now. It itself is 1-2. Of course, losing that season opener to North Carolina in a weird, goofy way. Beating the brakes off of Charleston State, I believe. Charleston South, one of those. Sorry, Charleston Charles, Southern, I think. Charleston Southern. And then, of course, losing to Alabama because, yeah, it's Alabama. What are you going to do? So that's one and two to start your season. Um, yeah, this could be a pretty interesting game as far as.
0: Well, and it could also be a defining moment for, for seen... South Carolina, too. Yeah. Because suddenly you, you fall off on a loss here.
3: Yeah, this is, we're getting into some serious, like, moment of truth type stuff, both for Mizzou and South Carolina, at least for this season. Maybe a little bit more than just this season for, if you're Mizzou. I don't know,
1: we've seen this script a gazillion times, and we know how it ends every single
3: time. I know, but we gotta talk about it anyways, because what if it doesn't happen?
1: I feel like we ask that question every year. Yep. And the same thing happens every year. (laughs) How
0: about that new end zone though? That's a
1: that's a new addition. Yeah. Got to talk about that garage door. Oh, Is there a garage door. Have you not seen it? No. 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 They come out of a garage door and there's smoke and there's. Well, there's always been smoke. Lights and it's pretty cool. Who's lifting up the garage door? Gary Pinkle? I think it's a, a remote. Is actually. it Truman
3: riding in one of those helmet golf carts?
1: You know,
0: I mean, at least <laughs> hey, do what Oregon does. You know, the what, speaking of on. Field, Harley, are we not gonna not gonna talk about the 500th game at at, at Field? Yeah,
1: and what the score was of said 500th game?
3: Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, we kind of just breezed past SEMO because yeah, it was a game against SEMO. What he wants to talk about? Mizzou won 150 to nothing. It's about how we expected it would go in the 500th game at Furlough Field. They scored 50 points and they beat SEMO.
0: I was expecting more of the offense, though, to be honest. Yeah. There were, there were a few defensive scores in there. And then Rashad Floyd had a punt return for a touchdown.
3: Yeah, I feel like this is one of those games where you play to assert your dominance. You don't really play to get hurt. And I think... I,
0: I understand that. But, like, you look at some of these great teams, you know, Missouri had 20 or 2007, 2008. And they played teams like SEMO. And the offense just absolutely blew them out of the water. Quarterback Chase Daniel taken out by halftime. Well, taken out for the second half, but yeah, uh, it, that. Was,
1: it was already twenty-eight to nothing after the first quarter. How can you complain?
0: I mean, well, <laughs> well, well, where I can complain is that one of those was a was a was a pick six. But here's the thing: the second quarter, Missouri's offense kind of stifled. They stopped trying. I wouldn't say you stopped trying when you're t- up twenty-eight to nothing. You because because to me the philosophy is that once you get to fifty points, you start shutting the offense down. At least that's what the philosophy was under Gary Pinkle. Yeah. And I think the Barry Odom also brings... Because you don't want to run the score up on your opponents. Yeah. It's no longer the BCS, you know, where you need all those, you know, computer points and everything. It's about respect.
3: Yeah, I suppose. And, yeah, I was also kind of surprised that the first-team offense stayed out in the field as long as they did.
0: Well, and then also considering the the field conditions, too, Kelly Bryant had to lead the game early. True. Or no, is that against West Virginia? That was against West Virginia. Yeah. Well, hey, at least it won't be hot. It'll just be
3: wet. I mean, it could also be hot. You don't know. It could be like in like the mid to upper 80s. Incredible humidity. Because, you know, rain. But, yeah. Uh, do we have score predictions?
0: What is, what is Missouri open up as a favorite right now?
1: Nine and a half.
0: Nine and a half point favorite. Wow. Ooh. I don't know about that. I think it's going to be a one-score game and I don't know who's going to win.
3: I do, too. I'm thinking somewhere 24-20 advantage yeah. zoo. I think that's where I'm at right now.
1: I'll give you my pick. 31-27 South Carolina. 31,
0: wow. Yeah, I think it's going to be a four-point game. I'm going to say 20-16 to South Carolina.
1: I've seen enough. I know what. I know what's going to happen, and I'll keep on predicting this to happen until proven otherwise. Well, and then part of it's just that Barry Odom is unreliable
0: in these not only season openers, but conference openers as well.
3: Yeah, there have been some sort of mental, I don't know, gaps of sort of planning or like coaching.
0: And And how about this? He's winless. Barry Odom is winless, and I realize he has more than two weeks to prepare here, but he's winless when he has more than two weeks to prepare against an uh, against a, uh, well, not a power five opponent, but against a D1 opponent.
3: Mm. We call that domes, folks. Um, Something's not right. Something.
0: yeah. I don't, sure. know if it's, I don't know if it's a lack of discipline or, or what it is. I mean, are they still bringing the players to a hotel the night before the game? I'm assuming they
1: are. I have no idea.
0: Now, that was the thing with, well, no, Barry Odom started that. Interesting. Odom started that in 2016. Hmm. And if you're unfamiliar with the policy, it's that the night before the game, the team goes. I think they've gone to the Tiger Hotel before, but the team stays in a the hotel. They can't have their cell phones. It's you know about bonding and all that jazz.
2: Hmm.
3: I kind of like that. That's interesting. I mean, the return, <laughs> the returns have been mixed, I suppose, but yeah, yeah it doesn't work. It's interesting.
0: Well, it, I think it works later in the season with the team. I think that this team just takes too long. Or at least Barry Odom as a coach, I think that takes too long to develop. Takes way too long to figure out what, you know, how this what their style of offense is. And the other thing that drives me crazy is the amount of tinkering that goes on with the offense. And adjustments are made when adjustments don't need to be made. And same with the defense too. What's the old saying? If it ain't broke,
1: don't fix it. Well, we haven't seen anything that broken in the past two weeks, considering who they've played. Well, I'm all right, talk about Wyoming. Some like they made adjustments. When After they were they needed to be made
0: 14 when they were up 14 and nothing when they did not need to be made period You have a 14 to 0 lead. You keep doing what you're doing You don't go mucking around with stuff
3: Yeah, I agree with that, uh, that uh, Yeah, that's <laughs> that sounds pretty standard affair Shoot but, man. I don't know
0: I mean like you don't want to be adding spices into the soup just for the sake of spices It could, could taste bad and tasted bad at Wyoming
3: Yep Thanks for the I'm shoutout sorry I'll get off t-
1: my
0: soapbox I don't here. think it That's just fine. tasted
3: bad I, I think it, soap, it tasted uh, like <laughs> The soup analogy Tasted
1: like altitude sickness
3: Tastes like beet juice <laughs> Stop it Does beet juice actually work?
1: I don't know it clearly didn't What is the science behind that?
3: I'm not sure There was some Missouri article about it I think or The, the scientist that prescribed
1: patch. it was Yolanda Kumar
3: Anyways We're just going to keep that, had, that, true.
1: That, that 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 joke did not land.
3: Yep, sorry. No, it did not. Sorry, pal. It's okay. We got way more episodes this semester. You'll find the right Yolanda Kumar joke.
2: <laughs> and, when,
3: and when it oh, happens. Oh, now I get it. And when it happens, we'll be like, ah, see what you did there. Anyways.
1: Remember that postseason band that this team has? Yeah, cool times, fun times. Oh,
0: that's that's we haven't even hit the iceberg with that yet. Yeah. Actually, take oh. that take that back. The Titanic right now has hit the iceberg, and currently it's half underwater, half above water. And I don't maybe think you can make the
1: Titanic a, joke until you see what happens this weekend.
0: Titanic joke is that is the is the NCAA giving its
1: uh, this news to
0: me? Fine. That's what I that's what I was uh, referring to.
1: Mm.
0: Okay, pretty sure was was, was was the NCAA when they're going to put the hammer down on Missouri? Because let's face it, that's that's going to happen.
3: Yeah, probably. I don't know. I feel like they're still up in the. I feel like it's still, like, I don't know, in deliberation.
0: Watch Not Missouri if, just, just like, or the university, I don't mean the state. Watch the university, like, secede from the NCAA. Ooh,
3: that'd be Start fire. their own thing. That would be great. That'd be fun. They start the. Who likes the NCAA? Nobody.
1: There's one way this happens. Actually, I take that back. There are two ways this happens. One, Mizzou has a good to great rest of the season, they don't make it into a bowl. Or the night after a horrific loss, which probably sentences them to the Independence Bowl or worse, they find out that the bowl ban has been revoked. <laughs> hey, speaking of the Independence Bowl, you know that Missouri
0: met South Carolina the Independence Bowl? Oh, how 2000, long 2005. Ooh. Who won? It was the greatest, I believe it was the greatest comeback in, in Mizzou history. They were down by 21 points. That's pretty solid. That was, uh, I think that was the first bowl win for Kerry Pinkle, too.
3: Ooh, that's fun.
0: So there is some history this these two programs, but Barry Odom's still 0-4. Yeah. Yeah. 0-3. Yeah.
3: yeah, I think the general consensus is Barry Odom's probably going to win this game. Anyways, when we come back, after a short break, we're going to be playing a game of or Orna that James Stanley has concocted for us. And after that, statement of the week. So without further ado or don't, you're listening to Salute Your Sports here on KCOU 88.1 FM and KCOU.FM. We'll be right back.
2: I was looking
0: KCOU would like to thank 1 to 1 Print Shop for their support. 1 to 1 outfitted our entire women's polos and t-shirts, and they can do the same for your business or
1: organization. To learn more, visit them at 1610 Paris Road or go to their website at one to one That's O N E T O O N E printshop.com.
0: Thank you 1 to 1 for supporting KCOU Columbia 88.1 FM.
2: Mizzou Softball and Baseball on KCOU is brought to you by B&B Bagel. B&B Bagel offers some of the best breakfast in Columbia and is conveniently located a few minutes off campus at 124 East Nifong Boulevard. For their hours and more information, visit their website, bbbagel.com, or call them at 573-442-5857. For updates on their hours and specials, follow them on Facebook and Twitter as well. KCOU would like to thank b and Bagel for their continued support of KCOU Sports and Student Radio. KCOU is proud to partner with the good folks at Dismal Lynch Arts to present the fifth annual Columbia Experimental Music Festival, October 3rd through 6th, featuring KCOU favorites Makaya McCraven, Juliana Barwick, M. Dumokhtar, as well as a wide supporting cast of creatives. Founded in 2015, the fest has sought to highlight artists international, domestic, and local for a weekend of ticketed and free immersive multimedia showcases, workshops, and dance parties designed to inspire critical thought and appreciation of esoteric art forms in the community. Showcases will occur throughout historic downtown Columbia venues and locales, including a very special KCOU presentation of West African psych rock sensation M.Dumoktar and special guest Yasmin Williams at Cafe Berlin on October 5th. Purchase passes, view the full schedule of events, donate, or simply learn more about the Fest and Dismal Niche. Please visit DismalNiche.com or find Dismal Niche on all major social media platforms. Columbia Experimental Music Festival, October 3rd through 6th. Broaden your perceptions, challenge your sensibilities, and prepare to get dizzy.
3: Why'd you sit down for a spell Here at the campfire I don't think
0: this is the right song To be playing for that
1: It's definitely not a bad song No It's never go wrong with Bowie Scoop yourself up some chili
3: Get a pot of coffee going And listen to some Sluge sports here As we play a game of Or not
0: What is is your name Deliverance now (laughs) Ding 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 Squeal like a hawk
3: I'm going to save that for uh, Arkansas Week.
1: No deliverance references.
3: Yo. None. Can we just rename the Battle Line Trophy the Deliverance Bowl?
1: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: you I know it's here. It.
1: Yeah, you know it's here.
3: Wow. Wait, what is this? It's Banjos. Stealing Banjos, man. Classic.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> So before we get into this, I just want to say, I'm sad, James, that you missed me breaking my one or two or losing streak. That was true. Last weekend.
3: Last Thursday.
0: Oh, so Berman won? Yeah. Why aren't you hosting then?
3: Uh, well, it was between him and Kyle Jones. I came up with the Orna. Oh, uh,
0: okay. So well, I just we have two ball.
3: belts now. What? That's right. We have orna belts.
1: I, I, I'm Zach, not. I'm not, church, I'm not in charge of this. Is his yeah, Zach
3: won the Intercontinental or not title belt. Intercontinental because he played against someone from a different show.
0: Oh my goodness!
3: <laughs> can we set this be the new or, or not music?
0: <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say no. Let's keep it, or maybe we can like do a mashup. All right. Are you feeling I it? I roll. I roll with it. I don't
3: know how this is going to play to the view to the viewers at home, but.
0: <laughs> All right, let's get into it.
3: Yeah. So, what's the topic, James?
0: All right. So, as you know, Missouri defeated Southeast Missouri State by 50 points
3: on true. Saturday.
0: This week's topic in Orna is, has Missouri defeated this team by 50 points? Yes or no?
3: <laughs> oh, okay. This, Ooh. Is per- this is pretty close to the topic I had last week. Which the were-
0: other topic I had for this, which I had an idea for, but it's way too much research, which maybe is for a future show. It is, uh, Missouri two-generation athletes or not. And not just that, but maybe it just includes siblings as well.
3: Okay, so, like, maybe potentially Jay Macklin and Jeremy Macklin? Yeah, that's
0: not sure I got the idea.
3: Okay. But well, that's that cool.
0: technically not, like, a two-generation thing, but... Yeah. You get the gist. No. All right, who wants to go first?
3: Uh, shoot. I'm going to go first. You're going to go 1st one first? last time. Take the
0: plunge. All right, let's go with, uh... Hmm, Who are we going to give you here? Let's go with the University of Nebraska. Has Missouri ever defeated the Nebraska Cornhuskers by a 50-point margin, yes or no? I don't think they have. No way. That was very anticlimactic. There we go. Scared me for a second. Yes, that is correct. However, Nebraska has defeated Missouri three times by 50-point margins, and not only that, they shut them out all three times.
1: Shocker. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Once in 1901 And another time in 1917
1: well, right. At least it wasn't that recent
0: So uh, Berman leads One or nothing Chris Mitchell What's up Let's go with hmm, Let's go with K-State Has Missouri ever defeated K-State By Yes. 50 points Yes or not
3: I'm going to say yes mm.
0: What the closest they came.
3: I was going like, to say, K-State the, has some pretty bad teams in, like, the 80s. So.
0: 40, 45 to nothing.
2: Uh, oh,
3: uh, Darn it. So, I, I know. It's it's a little nitpicky. Was, wasn't there a year where K-State beat Mizzou by, like, close to 50?
0: I think it was, like, 62 to 7 or something. It was pretty I was looking back through the record book. I saw I saw it in there. I right
3: That's down. the game I was talking about. Oh, uh, shoot.
0: All the way around. Uh. All right. So, one or nothing. Berman leads into the top half of inning number two. Oh, Let's boy. go with Drury University, the D two program from Springfield, Missouri. I got Zach, a friend who goes to Drury. Zach Berman,
1: yes or no. Has Mizzou beat I'm gonna say yes just because I don't know.
0: Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, we're gonna give you the yes there. Yeah, they, they did defeat Drury. They played him a couple times.
1: I didn't even know oh, that was a real school.
0: They beat him once uh, fifty four to nothing in eighteen ninety one and uh, sixty nine to nothing in nineteen
1: thirteen. Cool. Two to right. nothing.
0: Zach Berman on top. Ooh, shoot! Chris Mitchell, let's go with Slu. Has Missouri ever defeated Slu by a margin of more than fifty points?
3: Uh, I'm gonna say no. Mm. Uh oh, they have. Uh
0: oh. Ooh. Uh two, two to nothing lead here for Zach Berman, the oh Bergmeister. Boy. You don't know you know don't be a great sponsor for this show. What? Just because you're named the Bergmeister, the Heidelberg.
1: Oh, my gosh. All right. Keep going. Keep going. Right. Holler. Oh, my goodness. All right.
0: Let's go with uh, Central Methodist. Has Missouri ever defeated Central Methodist? No. Three to Uh-oh. nothing. oh My goodness. He's smacking these out of the park like Prince Fielder watching Big Macs go by. I
3: don't know if that was a very <laughs> good analogy. That was rude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Prince. You're you're
3: you're a legend all right three to
0: nothing chris you gotta you gotta get in this year you're falling behind i'm slacking let's go with westminster college out of Fulton. has missouri ever defeated them by a margin of 50 points or more uh sure they have twice shutout is broken 60 to nothing in 1897 just look at some of these teams they played oh my goodness 58 to nothing in 1908
3: hey man back then anyone could field a football team
0: you know Anybody. what's how more ridiculous that is <laughs> that Mizzou played some high school teams back in the eighteen nineties.
1: Oh my.
3: Woof.
0: Woof. All right, three to one. Let's go with William Woods. We'll go with the more obscure colleges around here in Fulton, Missouri.
1: Oh man.
0: William Woods has Missouri undefeated William Woods in no. football.
1: Four, wow. four
0: four. They have William Woods doesn't even have a football team. They've never had a football team. I, I, sh- I should have known question. that, but. So, four to one. Chris, time is running out here. What's up? Let's go with Iowa State. Has Missouri ever defeated Iowa State by a margin of 50 or more points?
3: Uh, no.
0: Oh, staying alive. Yes. They've never. De- even though, despite how bad some of those Iowa State teams have been. Yeah. Missouri's never defeated Iowa State by a margin of more than 50 points. Zach Berman. Let's go with Engineers 11. What?
3: Engineers 11. Dog. I, don't that? I don't
0: even know. I don't even know. Bonus points to anyone who can f- figure out what Engineers Eleven is. You know what? That's so
3: obscure. Sure. Why not? Oh. <laughs> why would you even put that in there? That's like a free. That's like a gimme. Engineers Eleven. Nobody thinks about Engineers Eleven.
0: Because they defeated him ninety to nothing.
3: Oh. Okay. Never mind.
0: <laughs> that's why it's in there. All right. As you were. Ninety to nothing.
2: Oh, can you imagine watching
0: that? Okay. Carry on. See, like I don't even know what some of these teams are. They're, they're, for-
1: I just googled Engineers Eleven.
3: Where are they from? Is it a it- band?
1: says something about engineers for 9-11. Nope. No, we're not. We're, this school doesn't even look like it exists.
0: <laughs> engineers 11, 90 to nothing. That Five that to might two. Be two Sounds like thing. the type
1: of school you'd make in NCAA 14.
3: <laughs> might play some of that later today.
1: Alright, Chris,
0: let's go with uh, Ohio State. Has Missouri defeated Ohio State by margin of 50 points or more? Yes or nah?
3: mm, yes. no?
0: Yes. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Zach Berman could go six for six and uh, lock this up with uh, with two more gives.
3: Oh, man. I don't know. I was thinking maybe sometime during the Great Depression, Missouri just put the beat down on Ohio State.
0: No, actually, Ohio State put the beat down on Missouri 54 to nothing in
3: 1944.
1: <laughs> oh, electric uh, engineers 11.
3: Oh. I got to be careful <laughs> with the state colleges.
1: Wow. All right, let's go
0: with uh, Colorado. Has Missouri defeated Colorado by a margin of 50 points
1: or more? Zach Berman. I want to say yes. I'm going to say yes. Six Seven for, for six. six.
0: Six for six. Okay. Six for six. Oh, my goodness. Swish. Oh, man. Yes, they defeated them. Well, originally, I had that on the uh, on the no list, but uh, then I found out in 1962, Missouri went on the road to Colorado hmm. and beat up on them 57 to nothing. Chris Mitchell, time's running out. Western Illinois has Missouri defeated Western Illinois by a margin of 50 points or more. Yes or no? Yes. Staying alive, 69 to nothing in 2011. Ooh. One of Missouri's last years in the Big 12
1: Conference. Shoot. All right, Zach. This is for all the marbles. Oh boy. Let's go for the walk-off right now.
0: Has Missouri ever defeated the University of Kansas? Yes. By a score of 50 to nothing. No. Oh, my goodness. They've come close a couple times. I I knew they at least came close. 48 to nothing twice. Once in 1978, the other time in 1986. And then 69 to 21 in 1969. Oh, my God. So, Chris, you can can mount a comeback here. Let's go to Illinois. Has Missouri defeated Illinois the Fighting Illini by a score of 50 to nothing? No. He stays alive. Forty-four to nothing is the largest uh, margin there.
3: Yeah, I figured. All
0: right, Zach, chance Illinois for you to hit. to put the nail in the coffin.
3: Illinois is usually bad, but not bad enough for like a fifty-nothing route, unless you're like no <clears throat> Ohio State. Let's go with Ball State.
0: Has Missouri defeated Ball State by a score fifty-nothing? Zach Berman, yes or no? Yes. That was very anticlimactic.
1: Mm, oh my goodness. no!
0: Don't call it a comeback. Six to three goes to Chris. Chris. You can climb a little closer here in the driver's seat. Let's go with uh, Texas. Has Missouri defeated Texas by a 50-point margin, yes or no? No. Oh, my goodness. Six to four. I'm not scared. Six to four. Zach, you can put it away. All you got to do is get one more. That's all you need is one more.
3: Look at all the not fear in your eyes. Has
0: Missouri ever defeated Nevada by yes. a 50-point margin, yes or not? Yes. Are you sure about yes. that? Yes.
1: Oh, there's our winner. Ah. Uh, when was that?
0: That was in uh, 2011. No, 2008. I, I It felt recent enough. Oh, man. You know who the quarterback <laughs> was? You know who the quarterback was of that? 2008? Of that a Wolfpack team. Is it Kaepernick? <laughs> that is right.
1: Shoot.
3: I, I, I saw about-
1: Colin Kaepernick play Giants 49ers Sunday Night Football 2015. Eli Manning threw the game-winning touchdown to Larry Donnell.
3: Shout, Shout out Larry Donnell
1: Shout uh, out Larry Donnell. I don't know who that is. Butterfingers, as we like to call them in New York. Ah. All right, the win streak goes to two.
3: Yeah, look at Woo. that. You got two belts on your hands right now. I got to come up with them or not for next week. Shoot. Just like Mizzou, 2 0. Oh. Yeah. Anyways, well, as the clock expires here before the pull starts, it's time for statement of the week. Every other week we talk about just something we want to get off our chest, not in an aggressive or angry manner, but just in a general sort of statement. I think we're going to start with James' this time. What you got?
0: I like turtles.
3: That's your statement? All right. That's fair. All right.
1: Here we go. Come back to me.
3: We'll come back to you.
1: Have any of y'all seen the uh, new public art exhibits that Mizzou has been peppering around campus? Oh
3: yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Those are sick.
1: They are sick. You know what else would be sick if they didn't lose power in all their main <laughs> buildings <laughs> twice in the span of a week and a half? You know what's really I funny? I have a
0: question. Did, did KSU you go down during
1: that time? Yeah. I think they did. I was I was at Mizzou Rec, and I saw a big flash, and then all the lights went out. And we got evacuated. So, I'm just walking out there thinking, all right.
3: It was kind of amazing.
1: Is it Russia or is it North Korea? Oh, no. No. That's terrible.
3: <laughs> Anyways.
1: Also, pay your electric bill, Mizzou. Don't do not do
3: that. The wild us. thing is, no one got stuck in an elevator, which is crazy to People me. People
1: did get stuck in an elevator. Yeah, they what? did. There was, was a press
3: release, yeah. What? Uh, well, I got a I checked the tweet from and that said Noel got stuck in an elevator, which I mean I well, guess they I don't know. Well, that's
0: to, uh, Yeah, they sent a press release to you last night.
3: No. Uh-huh. Well, Sorry, guess,
0: Charlie.
3: I guess I don't count College Avenue, which is fair. I also don't count College Avenue. <laughs> Shout out to all my homies out of College Avenue. Anyways, over to me. This Sunday is the home opener for the Kids City Chiefs as they play the Baltimore Ravens. I will be in attendance. Two smoking hot teams Both on offense and uh, Last week was a pretty good week For the Chiefs defense Ravens of course always Putting together at least a top 20 defense Of course now they got Lamar Jackson One of my favorite quarterbacks One of my favorite players in the league right now But that's not what I'm going to talk about What I'm going to talk about is the field they got going on It's, beautiful. it's field? beautiful Got the Chiefs helmet at midfield Got the yellow end zone With the Nate, with the Chiefs, with the helmet on the side, oh, it looks great. I hope they keep that, keep doing that throwback stuff. Anyways, back to you, Jim (laughs) Sterling.
0: All right, I I still am going to be digging this one out of uh, out of uh, the deep, deepest part of the bag because I don't have anything. So I'll go with my statement of the week is on myself here for not being prepared. So (laughs) yeah, a little little upset with myself here. I don't have really anything on. Nothing's really grinding my gears. Not really, really happy about anything right now. It's Just kind of, right now it's wake sort up of existing. Yeah, well, right now my days are like twelve. Like I see everything by twelve-hour swatches now. Huh. <sighs> thanks to thanks to the morning live shifts out at out at KLMU. So there's so, so there's my there's my statement of the week.
3: Shout out to KLMU.
1: Quick question before we go: Mizzou has not announced what they're wearing on Saturday. What are they going with?
3: Uh, Rock M helmets
1: uh, Please Rock M We need mm. a Rock M For the SEC opener
3: Remember, all right. the, Rock El- Remember the Rock M helmets With like the Elm was like rocks
1: They need to go back To the all the, the white Rock M's Against Tennessee Alright Let's Absolutely. finish
3: this up Anyways For Zach Berman For James Stanley I'm Chris Mitchell here On Salute Your Sports Pulse is up next Sports Saturday Brazil, South Carolina Catch the action See y'all next week